Today we are looking at the second woman in our series on women who impacted China. Today we learn about Martha Foster Crawford. There are many women who impacted missionary work around the world, and especially in China. The women we're looking at are women who worked together. In our last episode, we talked about Sally Holmes. Today, we're talking about a woman who became her closest friend, Martha Crawford. Before we dive into her story, a little reminder. This episode is brought to you by Alexander Henry Coffee. If you use the code Church History, all lowercase and no spaces, you can receive a 20% discount. If you want some great coffee, check it out. My husband roasts the coffee himself and I can tell you it tastes amazing. So check out the link in the show notes. In our last episode, the story of Sally, we talked about the world when she was born. Well, Martha was born just three years before Sally in 1830. So the Alamo had not yet occurred when Martha was born. Betty Ross was still alive and Abraham Lincoln was 21 years old. The president was Andrew Jackson. This was the year that he signed the Indian Removal Act that would become known as the Trail of Tears. We're going to look into that story in a few episodes. Emily Dickinson was born the same year. So that's the world Martha was born into. Martha was one of 10 children. She grew up in Alabama and went to school at the Mesopotamian Girls School. At the age of 15, she became a Christian and was baptized. As a young woman, she was very interested in women's issues, something that was a new idea in the world. Martha was interested in women's physical, mental, and spiritual health. During this time, many women in the South suffered from anemia, and they were often very ill. At the age of 19, Martha became very ill with typhoid fever. Everyone thought she was going to die. Martha herself believed she was going to die. However, she recovered, and then she felt God calling her to be a missionary in China. However, there was a problem. The Southern Baptist Mission Board had been founded just five years earlier, and the mission committee did not believe that women could be called to be missionaries. They believed a man was called to be a missionary, and women were called to be missionary wives. A woman was not allowed to go to the field as a missionary. She could only go as a wife. At this time, a young man named... Tariton P. Crawford arrived in Richmond, Virginia. He was meeting with the mission board and planning on serving in a foreign field. During his meeting, he told the board he really felt he should have a wife accompany him, and he was praying that God would send him a wife. The secretary heard Mr. Crawford mention this desire, and she had a thought. She went to her desk and pulled a letter out from a drawer and showed it to Mr. Crawford. The letter was from a young woman named Martha Foster. Martha was requesting permission to be a missionary, even though she was not married. She felt God was calling her to the mission field. Mr. Crawford asked where he could find this young lady. He learned that she was teaching in a small Maine village, and she was boarding with a Baptist family. 
Mr. Crawford asked the family to introduce him to Martha. The family agreed, and three weeks later, Martha married Mr. Crawford and became Martha Crawford. The new couple traveled around America to raise support, and then they headed to China. The couple arrived in Hong Kong on March 30, 1852, and then they traveled to Shanghai. They served in Shanghai for 12 years before leaving to go to the Shangtung province. And during this time, they adopted two children. In 1864, they began to work with Sally Holmes. She was a single mother with a one-year-old little boy named Landrum. Sally had lost her baby Annie, and then three weeks later, her husband had been killed by rebels. She discovered she was pregnant with her son, who she named after her husband. Sally had decided she would stay in China without her husband, something that was unheard of at this time. Sally and Martha Crawford were tireless in visiting Chinese homes and sharing the good news. While Mr. Crawford worked to establish churches, his ministry was tense. While both Crawford and Sally dressed in Chinese and lived in Chinese-style homes, the Southern Baptist Missionary Society attempted to exert control over the Crawfords and to run their ministry. The men living in Southern America during the Civil War era did not have the correct idea of how to run a mission in Midland China. Eventually, the Crawfords had to leave the Mission Society so that they could have the freedom to serve the way they thought God was calling them to serve. So, while Mr. Crawford was working in a more traditional missionary sense, Sally and Martha began to visit villages and homes. They would talk to the mothers and the children. They visited literally thousands of homes. Then, in 1873, God sent a third woman who would become part of the trio. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about her. 